Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives, which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset and action. In these episodes, I'll be sharing the concepts, tools and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self-doubt and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives. My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self-belief and learned to live life their way. And now it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine. You deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hello, hello, fabulous humans. It's Janelle here, and I hope you're having an awesome day, whatever you're doing today. Thank you again for listening to the Self-Styled Life podcast. I'm so, so, so honoured to be in your world talking about our careers and all of the things beyond career that lead to a life that feels fulfilled and fabulous, whatever that means for you. If you've been enjoying these episodes, I'd be super thankful if you could take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and leave me a review. It really will help others who might want to learn more about self-styling their own lives to find this podcast. Thank you so much in advance. Now, with all of that shared, it's time for me to get on with today's episode, which is a coaching episode all about some of the principles for self-styling your life. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that we have the framework of clarity, mindset and action, which in the long term supports our self-belief. If that feels new to you or if you'd like a refresher, make sure you head back to the very first episode of the Self-Styled Life podcast to learn more. Anyhow, I've seen the framework work its magic for women time and time again. If you can get clear on what you want, curate your thinking and take some baby steps or run some experiments, you will see an uplift in your self-belief and most likely your self-worth and your self-trust too. And if you can do those things over and over again, you'll get what I call the compound belief effect. You'll have so much evidence that you can safely do the things you want to do, there's a strong chance you'll start to feel unstoppable. However, while a framework delivers consistent results, I can't tell you that the framework is one size fits all. In fact, it's anything but. And from my perspective, that's a good thing. The whole point of the thinking behind the self-styled life concept is to ensure that women have the tools to build a life that feels right for them. The trouble is, though, society has made it so that women don't always know what feels right for them. Too often when I ask my clients what they might want in their life or what might feel like fun for them, the answer is, I don't know. And it makes sense, right? From the earliest ages, we're taught to follow the good girl path. Be quiet, be good, work hard, all through school, get good grades, go to college or university, get more good grades, get a job, get a better job, work hard, find a partner, buy a home, or vice versa, buy a home, find a partner, have a baby, maybe two, combine motherhood and your career, and then wake up one day in the middle of juggling it all, wondering how on earth you got here, but not being entirely sure what you'd like to replace it all with. 
We're not taught to identify or refine our own desires. So we tend to float along hoping that someone or something will show us what we should be wanting to do next. Because of all of this, I want to share some of the principles for self-styled living to give you some guardrails for styling your own life. The inspo to share principles came from my current boss, who recommends we all return to a few key principles in our work whenever the transformation program starts to feel hard, overwhelming or confusing. And I think the idea of principles will support you too, especially if you're feeling stuck. So today I'm going to share five key principles that are fundamental for creating a self-styled career and life. And they are, one, you can't do it wrong. Two, You have permission to change your mind. Three, honour your boundaries. Four, follow those breadcrumbs. And number five, trust yourself. Let's dive into each of these one by one. Okay, our first principle revolves around the fact that you can't self-style your life wrong. There's no right or wrong way to do this process. There is only the way that works for you. We're all so unique. We have our own human design, personality and fingerprints, and yet we look outside ourselves when it comes to deciding how we want to live. We could look to friends, parents, or even random humans on the internet. My best advice is to be inspired by others, but don't necessarily be influenced. It's actually one of the things I worry about when I share elements of my own life with this beautiful community. I share to provide an example but I'd never suggest that what works for me in terms of creativity, style, working arrangements, or even travel destinations would work for you. My hope is to get you thinking about all of the things you'd like to try or bring into your life. So when you see something that inspires you, go and have a play with it. Hold your new activity or approach lightly and give it room to breathe and grow. Don't expect too much from it. Check in with yourself Does it feel fun? Are you excited to do more of it? If the answer is yes, you've got it right. Keep going. Time for principle number two, and that is, you have permission to change your mind. I know, right? I feel like I should ask my sound guy Darcy to insert some dramatic da-da-da music right there. Here's the thing. There's no rule stating that the things that light you up today have to light you up tomorrow. When you're self-styling your life, you can pick things up and put things down as often as you like. Aside from children, and I guess other fundamental relationships, this goes for just about everything. Working hours, hobbies, volunteer activities, even where you live. It's important for women to remember that a decision or choice that you've made at one point in your life doesn't have to be forever. It's highly unlikely that you etched your choice in stone. You're allowed to change and learn and grow. In fact, I highly recommend it. And that means you should be constantly reassessing whether the choices you've made in this stage or in the past are still right for you today. My best example personally relates to learning French. I've invested years and years and a whole stack of money in learning French. And for such a long time, I loved it. I worked in groups and with a private language coach. I did homework every week and never missed a class. And while my French remained pretty ordinary, it definitely improved. And then one day, I just stopped loving it. It started to feel like a chore. And at that point, I knew I had to shelve French lessons. You'll note that I used the word shelve there. 
I'm not saying that I'll never go back to French. Part of me is very sure that I will one day. But right now, there are a whole stack of other things that I want to give my time to. Principle number three is to honour your boundaries. Ah, good old boundaries. Let's face it, boundaries can seem a bit confusing at times. We talk about them in a kind of mystical, nebulous way, where somehow other people who leave us feeling not so great suddenly lose the ability to impact us. But here's the thing. Boundaries are actually pretty simple. Boundaries are about you, your actions, and what you will do. Despite what social media might suggest, the truth is boundaries are actually the actions you choose to take when you want to change your own behaviour, not the behaviours of someone else. Remember, you can only control you, your reactions and your responses. We can never control how someone else will choose to behave. So honouring a boundary answers the question of how you will take care of yourself when you find yourself in a situation that leaves you feeling exposed, controlled, powerless, burnt out, resentful, frustrated or unfulfilled. Yep, that's right. At their heart, boundaries have nothing to do with anyone else. They are completely yours to own. And that means your boundaries are your responsibility, which is an awesome thing. You get to create your boundaries. You get to honour them. You even get to change your boundaries if you want to. And honouring your boundaries is fundamental to living a self-styled life. Because if you really want to live a life that feels true, authentic, fulfilling and fabulous by your definition, then you'll need to know what action to take when you feel powerless, exhausted, frustrated or any of those other less than ideal worlds that I rattled off earlier. It all sounds pretty intense, doesn't it? But it's worth paying some attention to. Because ultimately setting and honouring boundaries helps build our self-worth and our self-trust. And those things underpin how you experience every aspect of life. Oh, and side note, if boundaries are something you'd like to get extra support with, make sure you sign up for regular updates from me. Not only will you get a copy of my free 20-page guidebook, Permission Granted, but you'll also get the inside goss on boundary setting training that I'll be sharing soon. Head to the resources page on www.janellewiesack.com to get yourself on the list. Okay. So on to principle number four, which is following breadcrumbs. I can't imagine what my own life would look like today if I hadn't been introduced to the concept by one of my very first coaches. What does following breadcrumbs actually look like in real life? Well, it involves taking a curious attitude and being curious enough to take the next step towards whatever feels right for you. I feel like examples are the best way to explain the breadcrumbs concept, so here's my version of following breadcrumbs. When I was a girl, I liked to write, and as an adult, I loved France, so I started blogging about France. Then, because it's so fabulous, I started writing about French style. My love of French style led me to becoming a style coach, which was my first coaching qualification. That taste of coaching eventually led me to self-belief coaching. In the meantime, I started taking those French lessons I mentioned earlier because I wanted to experience France differently when we travel. And because I love style, I started expanding what I'd learned about style into styling photographs for my hubby's pics of France, which led me to taking my own photos. Now today, because of all of these breadcrumbs that I followed and picked up, my life is a blend of my day job, writing, coaching, styling and learning, and it continues to evolve. I couldn't have told you that this would be my life today when I started on this journey. 
but this is where I've landed thanks to following breadcrumbs and taking the next steps that felt right for me. Like I said earlier, I don't share any of this to suggest that my way might be right for you. I do wonder though where you might land if you start following the things, the breadcrumbs, that feel right for you. Now it's one thing to be able to take the next step. It's another to work out where to start. If you're feeling stuck or you're not sure which breadcrumbs to follow, there are two pointers I give my coaching clients. The first one is to remember back to what you loved as a child. Childhood passions, no matter how basic they seem, can give you a clue to the thing that has been on your heart forever. The second is to ask what section of a library, bookstore or department store you'd head to if you found yourself locked in overnight. The things you're naturally drawn to make a fabulous anchor to self-style your life around. Principle number five, my final principle that I want to share today for self-styling your life is to trust yourself. Deep down, lovely one, you know what's right for you. You know how you want to live. You know how you want to feel as you move through your days, weeks, months and years. You know the things you'll regret if you don't do them. So trust that knowing. Rather than looking outside for guidance, look inside and follow that guidance whether it tells you to bring something new into your world or to let something go. Now, while I stand behind every word I just shared, the truth is I fully get that knowing deep down what's right for you and following that knowing are two different things. And that following bit is way easier said than done. It takes intention and practice, especially if you've been a human who has looked outside for direction, affirmation or guidance over your life. As a rule, women are not taught to trust ourselves in society. And if you've been in my world for any length of time, you already know my best tip. Start small with baby steps. Build the evidence one step at a time that it is safe to trust yourself. Run those experiments and know that how you feel the first time you try something is vastly different to the 50th time you do the thing. Like I said, start small, but please understand that trusting what feels right for you is truly at the heart of building true self-belief and confidence. And there you have it, a list of principles for self-styling your life. Just to recap before I sign off, number one was that there is absolutely no way you can self-style your life wrong. Number two, you have that dramatic permission to change your mind at any point. Number three is to honour your boundaries and to remember that boundaries are about you and what you will do, not what anyone else will do. Number four is to follow those breadcrumbs, follow what lights you up. And finally, the biggie, trust yourself. Deep down, you know what's right for you. You just need to believe that and take action to support it. Thank you again for being here and for listening to the Self-Styled Life podcast. I really hope this episode has given you some inspiration for self-styling your life. I'll be back soon with another episode. But until then, stay fabulous. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd be super grateful if you hit the subscribe button or even took a moment to leave a review. And if you want more support, head to JanelleWiesack.com and grab the free toolkit especially designed to help you build your self-styled life. I'll be back soon with another episode, which I couldn't deliver without the production skills of Darcy Bruce or the creative support of Jenna from Jenna Lee Biz. But until then, stay fabulous. Mm-hmm.